do it. But we are. We live? Like NBA live. Okay. Hey, hey man. Say, man. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Stuck in the Middle Podcast, where you know it's up and it's stuck. Hey, we. Hey, we. <laughs> hey, we. But you know, I can't do nothing before I talk about how we can get connected. <laughs> you know what you got to do, right? <laughs> Before you do anything, I need you to plus one on every single plat and make sure you double punch. And that's how you get all the notifications when we go live, drop new content, drop some of them crazy, stucky situations that Jeremy be narrating. That's how you figure it out. So make sure you do that double punch. I mean, we're just a pop culture podcast. We show up every single week to give you guys some hilarious takes on what happened this week, um, what happened with us, what happened with you guys, what happened with the world. From that point, we open up the submissions that you guys send us. They're called Stucky Situations. Jeremy narrates that. Yeah. Brian, who is not here today, B. Wood Official. Oh, man, B. Wood Cook, my boy. We hope you get better. He's sick right now. But typically, he looks at the world and says, what is stuck and stupid and how can we put it on the wheel? And then right after that, Corey gives us a way to just wrap it up in a pretty bow, send us on our way to get us unstuck. That is the show. Hope you stick around for another hour to watch that. But you know I keep the fan with me. It is Coach Hef, a.k.a. Yeah. Higher Air Fred, is yeah. in the building. So we it's accepted H-E-F. it. H-E-F. Love it. Coach Hef, I'm loving it. Coach Hef, when's the next party? The next party is right now. And it's tomorrow. And it's every day. So hold on. You know, Hef had a Playboy Sorry. Mansion. What are, we, what, are we, what are we calling your mansion? Um, we, calling, uh, we calling it the corner spot. The corner, the corner spot. <laughs> yeah, it's a corner lot. It's a corner lot, and we're going to have a corner spot. That's what Sounds like it. a bit. The it corner like spot. Sounds like a bodega. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. You already know over here is the... Resident Unicorn. And the pup, Perry. Perry Corey from Corey's Corner. Just stuck with Perry. And... Uh, our, first of all, I'm Cowboy Court right now. I ain't gonna cap. Hey, that, that is fire. Right. Right. Cowboy Court. Hey, hey, it's, it's giving. No, it's giving TSU. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, let's hey, do it. If you go in the kitchen right now, I saw. I it. got some. You saw it? Yeah. No, I didn't, bro. Some kettle corn. Some tar- not a kettle corn. I do got some Charleston popcorn, mm. some kettle corn, and I got uh, a special edition, edition, special edition Tarleton Dublin drinks, bro. I might got some more at the thing. I'll bring some. Bro, yeah. So this ain't even a question, bro. I also got a Mama T uh, sticker because her birthday was yesterday. So shout out to Mama T. Man, shout out to Tarleton all the way, yeah, bro. Did Tarleton. you go for the... Were you there for the what's name? I was not there. Oh. I will tell you where I was in the newest segment of Stucky Weekend. All right, bet. Well, bet. we might as well just jump right into it. What we well, stuck on? Man, let me tell you what I've been stuck on. Hmm. A couple of things. One, if you can't already tell, uh, sinus congestion, bronchitis been going crazy. So, I'm probably not going to be talking a lot. I'm going to be talking a lot. I cannot talk say, a lot. Stop you know what I'm saying? It's, that's cap. cap. <laughs> but that's all throughout the F-dub, though. Cap. It's going crazy, bro. Yes. Whatever is in the air, whatever respiratory virus and not COVID, because I didn't test it for that. And a lot of people say flu A, but I also didn't have a flu. So, I just, that's been knocking me down, but we had such a big week at work. And I will say this, bro. I try not to... <coughs> there we go. I try not to talk about work. But we had a huge week where uh, we hosted uh, a, a placement exchange conference. Oh, okay. Student Affairs placements, uh, Placement Conference. What's the placement? What's that mean? So oh, in, bro, it's oh, fire. Bro, we fit, I feel like I can tell you real yes, quick. Yes, bro. Let me tell you a little bit more about SAPSI. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this, this time of the year, hiring a student affairs is like, it, it works in cycles. Okay. Right? So most people in student affairs will start in June. 
ish, right? You have your, like I said, like tier one wave in June. You got your like bottom tier one, tier two in like August. The people who you kind of had to drag through. And you're not you're not through. talking about hiring. You're talking no, about actually they start, starting. They start. So okay. That's important. Yeah. yeah gotcha. My bad. I'm sorry. Start date is like June, and then the second one's like in August. And the third one's around late October, early November. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's it's like miracle hires. Not miracle hires, but like the job posting has been open for a while and or you really knew somebody so you went and got them. That's right. So like when I started in December. Mid-December. Yeah, mid-December. You were a miracle hire. I would like to say. Yeah, because yeah, it is very happen. rare that you that start happen. mid-December. You either start right before the end of the semester or you right. got to wait. Or you till wait till the, the spring semester. Yeah, because why mess up? The, exactly. I got it. So got it. that means this time of the year is interview season. Mm-hmm. That's right. So this is where all the, the the people are going to places where they can get interviews. So a placement exchange or placement conference is where employers, so schools will come. Mm-hmm. I think we had close to 50 schools or something like that. So, uh, we, we, And then candidates will come. Schools will come and say, hey, we have this many jobs we're posting for, and they'll post it on, at the conference. Mm-hmm. And then candidates will come to the conference and inter- interview for those jobs. And mm-hmm. we're talking about huge open areas where I'm at a table right here. There's That's another table next thing. to me. There's another table next to me. Everybody's yeah. interviewing That's a with different thing. schools and yeah. all the schools bring their swag and their stuff. And you're really having to sell your school in a space so that hopefully we can get you to another interview and get you to come on campus. And, you know, oh, so that first interview y'all doing is un- for informal? most, most times it's, it is formal, but it's like stage one interview. Yeah. Yeah. So but there are some people some who sort of will hire from, from that there, interview from there. You know what, what I'm saying? Strange scenario. I mean, that's not. I say strange because it's strange to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I say strange and make everybody all but her good and lord. No. It's strange but to me. The typical process. I say typical. What most people would do is they'll do day one. They'll do like a level one interview. Mm. Maybe that's thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And that night, there's a mixer that's going on. A reception, a mixer, maybe a, re- a reception and a couple mixers. And if schools really like you, they'll invite you to their mixer. Yeah. And you're supposed to, you know, go out, network, da 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 da. And maybe at that mixer, they'll give you a second interview for the next day. The second interview is probably an hour long. It's a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. From that second interview, if they like you, they'll bring you on campus. Mm. And then. Wind and down you a little bit. Exactly. And then after the on campus experience, which typically you come in a, a, a night, you have dinner at night, you have a full day of interviewing, and then you either leave that day or you leave the next morning. Mm-hmm. And. Then after that, you either get hired or you don't get hired. So your goal as a candidate is like you want to get on campus. Sure. It's tough though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's man. a lot but of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just we hosted that. We've cre- we actually created the conference and we hosted at TCU. Shout out TCU. But that's what I've been stuck on. I was in. I'm new, so I was in like help mode. Mm-hmm. It was cool to just see my colleagues like jump in there and make they happen. were locked in, bro. Yeah, like. Yeah. You'll be there one they day. They do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. be there one so day. So it was cool to see it and be like, damn, I'm proud that I work with these people. Yeah. yeah. That's important at the job spot. You want to make sure that you have that connection and you can see, like, the importance of your work because if that, without that, it's kind of hard to keep showing up and mm-hmm. keep being uh, prevalent. Yeah. And these and these conferences, they're just, they don't happen enough. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about this is a normal higher ed hiring practice takes months. Yes, and this so could this two conference or three days. takes the three three interview thing down so really, to two and so, two days. So really, this process is something that's made out of necessity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's strange because it's not something that's 
um, it's not a process that you would consider traditional because it's not. I mean, it but is it, for higher ed. It is, it is a higher <laughs> ed, but it came out of that, right? It came yeah. out of necessity. It came out of like, okay, why don't we create a because this process, the interview process is crazy, Come especially if we're talking about a field where, bro, student affairs professionals, it's a big field. They never leave. But on the low end, yeah. it's a lot of people. Yeah. Right. So if I got to get through a lot of people, if I was supposed to do that traditionally, man, it would take forever, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making sure that you get a whole bunch of people's schedules lined up. Yes. Be, so it like, would take think about forever. The, I mean, think about it now. I mean, how hard is it for us to get it lined on interview processes? I've interviewed a lot of people at Verizon and... Um, it's always difficult. You got to have the right alignment. Mm-hmm. You got to do the si- people got to sign in, and people got it's just a lot. So I, it makes sense now. Yeah, now that you say it like that. So it was it was cool. I mean, a lot of long days, long nights. Yeah. I mean, yesterday we got up there. I didn't get home till like nine something, which is I say y'all be like, oh, I can get home later, but bro, when I when I leave the house at six forty, mm-hmm. I'm not getting home till nine. That's a long day, fam. Yeah, it's yeah. a long time. Very long day, and not only is it a long day, we're talking about bro. This, these are days you got to be on, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there ain't no, High I still get energy, a break. I get all this. Yeah. Ain't no break. Right. Always smiling. Yep. On top of that, we hosting. So not only am I interviewing, there's the the weight of also being a gracious host, not mm-hmm. only to the candidates, but to the employers. So if mm-hmm. the employers need something, we got to go get it. You know what I mean? So we always got to put the best foot for, forward at Tar- I mean, at, Tar- at TCU. We talk about rolling out the purple carpet. That's what we want people to know. They come in here, you a rock star, and we want to treat you that way. So... It's been a crazy two days, but it's been an exciting two days. That's what I've been stuck on, being sick, but also making having a great time, making it happen. That's Apsy, bro. That's that's typical stuck in the middles. You know, if y'all Facts. haven't paid attention, if you're a sim, for all you sims out there, I got to do that. I got I just had to do it once. Be like, be wood. Cause it, <laughs> facts, man, man. Look, hey, this is both cameras. Yeah, this both, is both, camera. <laughs> both cameras. Both cameras. If you're paying attention. Uh, no, I mean... Yeah, it's important. Long story short, it's important. I just think that's cool to, to hear. What about you, Jay Wood? Or Jay Mid? <laughs> Jay, Jay Wood, Jay, Jay Mid. I told you, something about this couch, bro. You sit up and I think he said it too. He did. He sit said, on couch, you sit on this couch, you get nervous. Could be. Not me, I say um, it every day. <laughs> I am, right? I think uh, for me, I'm stuck on a couple of things. Number one, work-wise, I'm stuck on like the negative change and the negative understanding of the people above me. And it's hard to really describe, but like uh, the software that I work in, the software that I use, excellent company for what I do, right? Talking about Big M? Yep. I fuss with Big M. Heavy. Yes, heavy, bro. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> and so I, like for the people who don't know, like I had a job offer with them because I learned that system without even like, taking their training. Like I like this system so much. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff on the back end. I've created a couple of their universal reports like I did. And so, um, the but now that I'm at a certain level, there are people who are above me and the people who are above me do not understand this system, but they are trying to make a whole bunch of changes to this system that like don't work and they're not operationally efficient. Like mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just super stressful. So like it's bothering me at work. I'm trying to create reports, trying to show people how to like get these reports and get this data and get this information, but they don't know how to use it. And they don't know how to like ask me what they're looking for because they don't want to take the time to just, it's a 30 minute training video here, a couple of like paragraphs of this there, you know, yeah. like it's simple to learn if you just want to sit down and actually do it. Um, so there's that. And then uh, I'm stuck on volleyball, you know, 
Sorry, trying to make sure my knees. They face. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to open gym the other day, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm still on this weight loss journey, and this is the first time where like I'm playing, and my knees aren't the sole impact of my play. And and what I mean by that is like you're constantly thinking about it, right? Every single move I make it. on the court, I have to add an extra level of. How can I make sure mm-hmm. this movement doesn't Does hurt, hurt my me? Knees, yeah. That right. actually just happened to me this past year. I've never had knee problems to this past year, so now I consider my knee in every goddamn mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. I understand what you're talking but about. But when you got weight, and I've been heavy my whole life, mm-hmm. and that's what people will tell you all the time, especially you go to doctors, they're like, Lose it. you want to you wanna help your joints out, bro. Yeah. You, don't know, you don't understand how much stress you put on your joints from just being heavy. You're just walking. Yeah. So yeah. then you, you go to... just standing. That's what I'm saying. Then yep. you go to... Playing sports like volleyball and basketball on hard surfaces, yeah, come on, bro, you be shredding your joints, dog. Yeah, yeah, and that's every single doctor I've been to. That's uh, like, of course, I tore them up and all that jazz. But they're like, the first thing you can do to like start getting better is you got to drop this weight. And um, and then now that I've dropped it, I'm like, okay, I can. I, like, I'm still in some pain, but like, it is astronomically different. So like, to put it on a scale, when I would play volleyball, like my competitive volleyball, so not like coaching where I'm on the court playing. Every, at the end of the day, so I have to like pace myself, but let's say I'm playing in a tournament that's five games, two sets per game, that's 10 sets of play. Yeah. By the end of that day, I'm barely mobile. Like I can barely walk. I'm very stiff. Um, I'm very sore. Bending a certain way hurts. It's just really, really bad. And now when I'm done, I'm just, I'm sore, but I'm not in so much pain. Yeah, you can do like it. Like I can anymore. walk out. Mm, <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I, I, I probably could. Leave and, it I all mean, on the court. Yeah. I mean, I can I have to because, like, in in my division, tournaments are two day tournaments, mm. and so like I have to play again. But like, wow. I also have to suffer. Like the night after the first day, I'm ice bath, hot tub, ice bath, hot tub, legs elevated, like. Yeah. Doing whatever I can. Down. Yeah. Waking up in the morning with a uh, hot towel wrapped around the leg, like doing everything just to make sure that I can survive the next day. And then I don't, I barely warm up. Um, you know, volleyball, there's hitting lines. I don't do hitting lines a lot ever because I have to save my jump. Like I, you know how there's like a, a minute count for NBA mm-hmm. or jump count. It's the same thing for me with volleyball. Like I don't, I don't warm up like that. Like I do a lot of the plyometric stuff, but I just don't jump because I had to save the jumps. Every single jump I have is a little bit more damage. Yeah. You know? So losing that weight has helped you with everything that you need. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, bro? That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he missed I got No, I got you. I no, just, just moved past it real quick. Yeah, moved past it real quick. Yeah, just terrible. Moving on. <laughs> um, stuck on God's grace, man. God's been good uh, this past week, Amen. especially. I've just been showing up for me in ways that is un- undescribable. Uh, mainly... And um, the fact that we don't have a thousand yet across all platforms, <laughs> yeah. not thousand followers, that's what I'm stuck on. Yeah, we climbing. Yeah, I, I, I like, I, I want to make it like a challenge, but also like I do want it to be organic, organic as well. Uh, but but a challenge, a challenge is organic too. Listen, but. let me explain something to you. From the guy looking at the numbers, there's no more organic than what we got going. Yeah, on. yeah, no. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Trust me. Like we're, we're and to be where we are in the amount of time. Unbelievable. We're way ahead of schedule, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Don't I know. It's just for me, like, you know, I mean, you said your numbers got me too. It's just like, you said a thousand? Okay, then I'm going to go out there and get this thousand. So I want to be like, yeah, bro, yeah. Um, 
you're married. You're following me. Why is your wife not no, following there, you? No, you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, there's, yeah, a healthy, yeah. there's a healthy bit of that that you need to have, and I have that too. Mm-hmm. If I'm out and about and somebody says, if you have enough time to talk to me, you have enough time to listen, so I'm going to tell you about it. Right. And so I respect that too. And that's called organic because I'm actually talking to you. So like, mm-hmm. don't even think that that's a negative thing. When we're saying a thousand for those who are paying attention, we're talking about those who are literally watching us every week and not yeah. hitting that plus button. I know it's I know how the mind works. Yeah. We yeah. think that it's hard work, but I promise you it's not. You just click a button and it's free, by the way, and your life changes. It's really is it's, it's kind of simple. We we do all the technical stuff on the back end to help push that information to you. Well, you going to watch it anyway. That's what I'm saying. So, so you might what's the what's the point of yeah. searching for it when we yeah. can just send it to you? And so, it, it's right there. Like it, you don't have to stop watching the press plus. Like, you know what? If you're watching right now, you literally can just hit the button, like, <laughs> double punch. <laughs> yeah, for real. Very simple. And I'm not budging. So if <laughs> I, and I've already heard this from followers that DM me, from my wife, from other people, they're already annoyed with me saying road to one thousand. We're gonna have to be annoyed. I need a thousand across the board. You know, I, I if that's that. the goal, that's the goal. We yeah, ain't moving it, I'm not moving off yeah, the post. We don't, we so don't, if you want to be, you want to not be annoyed. Make sure you get thousand people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, yeah. We don't, Smart goals. Yeah, we, don't play <laughs> we don't play that. You know, because because um, if we move off the goal of a thousand, we're gonna find ourselves in a stucky situation. That's good. That was pretty good. Hey. Like you, the couch. You said you were scared of the couch, but the, nah, I mean, the couch showed up. The fake vocals gonna be there. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me explain something. My vocals are cap. I just got two real singers. <laughs> <laughs> the real <Cap> vocals <laughs> for real. All right, so stucky situation. Here we go. Um, so there's this person I've caught feelings for, and has these feelings for about eight months now. They become my best friend, and we get along amazingly. My day is better when they're a part of it, and I smile like a kid around. Um, I smile like a kid anytime they're around. Where's the stucky part? Because this sounds amazing. It's not right? the stucky part. Yeah. Now this. Uh, I stopped reading when you My started bad, Coach F. <laughs> Now the stucky part of this We work together And they have a significant other mm. Stuff my feelings down And never let them come to the surface Question mark mm. Let's date on three <laughs> you said what? Well, Remember guys for, for those who are paying attention We're either going to be stuck yeah Stuck no or stuck eh No that's stuck and stupid I said let's do it on three <laughs> um, Meaning like I think we're all going to say the same thing here is it stuck yeah, stuck no, or stuck yeah? One, two, You're three. in the wrong segment. Yeah. Oh. That's that's the response to stuck and stupid. We're in a stucky situation. It's the couch, bro. He it's the, the couch. couch. The couch, the couch, couch, couch. got him the tripping. The couch messed him up. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, this is where we talk about how getting uh, stuck in stucky situations where people write in their uh, situation that's right. where they're stuck, and we give them advice on how to get unstuck in their situation. So I'm just trying to fuse them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's this, fuse them. This is an efficient episode. We'll be done in 15 minutes today. That's right. <laughs> Listen, that's funny. Uh, I guess, I guess, Corey, start. You want me to start? Okay, listen. First and foremost, congratulations. You're in a, a work relationship. Your work husband. Yeah. Congratulations. Work situation. Yourself. <laughs> you have a work relationship. If you go to lunch with somebody else, she's going to be mad. That's right. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We're trying to channel our best B. Wood. Um, <laughs> here's what I have to say, bro. And I'm just assuming. Actually, I'm not assuming because I think they gave us a... Uh, uh, the bio, and this is a male. So here's what I have to say, bro. <sighs> Contrary to popular belief, and I say belief being the people at work are going to tell you you probably should avoid work relationships. The people in society are going to tell you that you should do you do them because 
And why do I say that? Because people are in them all the time. Mm-hmm. You should listen to the people above you. Please. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Unless there are certain situations, and here's where things kind of flipped on his head. Let's talk about kind of like student affairs. If we're talking about like hall directors and stuff like that, they, their community is different. They all live on campus. They all do everything together. Mm-hmm. Their lives are literally together. It's not just eight to five. Right. You're doing stuff after hours. So it is very common for hall directors to fall in love, get married, and ride off in the sunset. Like that's whatever. If this, if you're not doing stuff like that, just let bro. I'm telling you, there's <laughs> nothing that you can do where this will really end up to be a well thing. Let me tell you why. Here's the situation. Let's just say you go in and you say, "Hey, I'm, I'm having feelings about you. Like I just, I know you got a guy, a partner, but I'm just really feeling you." What's the best case scenario? Let's play it out. Mm. For for a bro, what's what's his best case scenario? Ain't one. Oh, his okay. best no, case scenario. What's he thinking? Uh, if he's thinking, I know what she, he's, uh, I, no, she best divorced. Case scenario. No, no, no. Best case scenario, you say, "Listen, honey, baby, I'm feeling you," and she says, "Me too." And I've already amicably divorced my husband because I had those or broke up because I don't yeah, know if they're we married. Talk yeah. about it, and I realized that I like you more. And so that's already been taken care of too. So we can, we can just start make this our happen. relationship Yay. and y'all ride off in the sun. Yeah. Now, how 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 un uh, realistic? Realistic did that sound? It literally sounded like Hollywood movie that somebody scripted. How did? Thank you. No, I wouldn't even that, say, look, make it across. The I wouldn't even say Hollywood. Hey, that's one, of, that's one of them three hundred scripts that <laughs> that get. Listen, bro. When I tell you, sometimes when we think about life, yeah. And we want life to be a movie. Like, you know, it's very interesting. Sometimes we think about life, we just have to really think about it out loud. That's right. Because right now your feelings, you haven't really stated it out loud besides in here. But when we start talking about it, you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Realistically, that ain't going to happen. Ain't no Let's place. say there's a second option. You tell her and she says, oh my gosh, I have feelings for you too, but like, I can't leave my significant other. Now it's forever and awkward. And now it's forever awkward. And we have to work together. So did you just create a hostile work environment? Can't say no to where it's guaranteed. The yes. things that used to be okay, now that you've expressed it, you go to her next time and maybe she feels uncomfortable. That's because you're, you're in cause, HR. Because now you're assuming that she's okay with that. With, For, also, you're assuming that she already knew that you was feeling that way. Yep. So it, think about it. What if she didn't have no clue? At saying, all. That's yeah. that's option three. Yeah, We're getting there, right? <laughs> option three is you tell her she had no idea that you felt the way that you felt. And now you're a creep. Game over. Yeah, that's the worst possible scenario. Right? <laughs> or there's scenario number four. Enjoy the relationship you have now. L- listen, Jasmine Sullivan said it the best, bro. Just because I love you and you love, you, you love me doesn't mean that we are meant to be. My, my. There are some relationships that are just relationships that are going to be platonic, but they're the best relationships ever. Right. They're fantastic. You may want more from, from them, but maybe you're thinking with other aspirations. And I'm telling you, what you're getting out of this relationship with this person right now is already fantastic. You literally said, I smile like a kid anytime they're Come around. On. We get along amazingly. They become my best friend. What more do you need? The only other more that you need is that you want some skins. Let's be... Let's keep it let's a bean Yeah, You want some skins. You literally have every everything else, bro. My, my Shut it down. Like, literally, it'd be different if, yeah. it, if she didn't have a significant other. 
And, and even yeah. then, I still think Weird, you're still, you're still risking, playing with fire. You're still playing mm-hmm. with fire. Because all you're doing is taking away one scenario. There's right? still the other three that we talked about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still, maybe you're like, you're not like potentially pouring gasoline. It's actually if worse if she's single because now it's 50 50. We gave, you, we gave you four options. That's 25%. You, have, you know, but when it's 50-50, <laughs> you get it. It's either going to work or it's going to be terrible. <laughs> so my advice to you, my brother, is like, like B. Will would say, sometimes being a man in life or just being a human in general, you got to take L's. This, to me, is not really an L because you're still winning. You still have an amazing friend, an amazing time. You get to go, go to work and you enjoy work because of the people you're with. That's right. And that's rare. That's Thank you. Why that's rare. So stick with that, bro. Yeah. Stick with that. And here's what I will tell you. At some point, y'all will move on. Mm-hmm. You'll get new jobs. Maybe something happens then. Maybe. I could tell that story. That was. Would actually, you like to? I, I would love to. Just to let you know that I'm not coming from a place of like. Sounds like uh, Matt and Claudia. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, so my wife currently. That's why I, I said just hold off, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hold off, brother. Because currently my wife was married, or excuse me, engaged to be married at the time, or back up. She was with somebody at the time that I met her. They ended up getting engaged and they ended up getting married all while we were working together. However, her and I were really good friends. Y'all the had exact this type of relationship. same relationship at work that you're looking at. Um, did I want to get, you know, the skins as Corey called? Of course. <laughs> That was Those always games. in the back of my mind, like, boy, if he ever slip up. <laughs> <laughs> was I ever disrespectful toward her in terms of bringing up this topic about my feelings? No. Absolutely not. Never. Not once. She can vouch for that. Not once. While they were together. Now, because my patience, um, one yeah, of two things was going to happen. Patients. Right. One of two things was going to happen. She was either going to be happy with her husband and I was going to have to be respectful forever. Right. Which is okay because I'm not a creep. Or she was going to not be happy with the husband that was going to break up or whatever. And then I would still give it some time because I don't like stepping in when people are vulnerable. But then it's time to slide. But then it's time to slide. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I'm talking about it took some years. But she was my friend the whole time. And boy, over time. And she dated other people after that. So it wasn't like I immediately jumped in there. I'm just trying to show you. It took me years, boy, to lock in on this years. right here. Yeah. So what I'm telling you is from the actual situation... Don't do Don't it. Don't do it. It's just not even not worth it. it. It's going to be so much more worth it later down the line if it was real. Because mm-hmm. uh, here's the other part that we didn't talk about. She could possibly have those same feelings for you. Which is what I found out. Just we couldn't really unpack all of that at the time. Because timing, we... people don't recognize this when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. Timing is, at, bro, is a key factor mm-hmm. on if or you're going to be in a relationship with somebody or not. Period. Mm-hmm. That's why I mean y'all not meant to be. Sometimes it's just not the timings don't align. Align. Yeah. That's it. And maybe they'll align later down the road. Who knows? But they just did not align. That's right. And some some people understand that, and some people don't. Not yeah. me. And, and other people <laughs> are not. When we talked about this, shout out to one of our followers because today our post was about confidence. Some people don't have all that confidence in them like I did. Um, and I'm not saying that I was super confident. Like, yeah, I'm I'm that guy. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that I was confident that whatever choice I made, because it was respectful, it would lead to something respectful later on. Right. Either a friendship, because she's married and I have to be platonic, or something more, because she's not married and she would like to be more than platonic. Whatever it was, 
is out of that respect. So maybe some people don't have the confidence and they're just like, I got to shoot my shot. I got to shoot my shot because I never know. T- trust me, that's just a horrible play. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's horrible. Not in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, in this situation. You want to add uh, on? I, yeah, I'll add on and be super quick. I got two things. Number one, if this is your best friend, as you say, why would you choose to hurt her? Because at the end of the day, it's possible that you letting would. your feelings out is going to cause hurt. Even if she had those same feelings, it, let's say that they're married. If she has those same feelings she and she's married, she's got to have her. that breakup. She's got to have that divorce. Yeah. She's got to have all that. And I mean, sure, you can swoop in and rescue, but it's still going to be hurt. Mm. And the hurt is going to be triggered by you. Like, let some, I hate to say it, but like, let somebody else trigger that hurt. That's right. Let somebody else be the reason why they broke up. And or then just, or her, she came to her own decision. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like, I'm saying, yeah. but like, don't, you, you cannot be, be that, that reason. Yeah, don't yeah. put the weight on her. You don't aren't the reason to be the catalyst. That's right. Um, number two, check your emotions. And by checking them, I mean therapy. I mean, find mm-hmm. another way to express mm-hmm. them. Because um, suppressing your emotions at work, um, not at work, any time in life has literally been studied to never be a good thing. No, no. no. So figure out a way to express your emotions, figure out a way to counter them some ways, shape or form so that this thought process isn't ruining your work. Day. Hold on. Figure out a healthy way to counter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Healthy yeah, so way. I hate we have to say stuff like that, but people yeah. are very particular about For stuff sure. like that. Yes. So, yeah. Please figure out a healthy, affordable way, if not free go. way to, um, to express your feelings and there's and a couple things that you them. can do right so what are some of those things we can do to get unstuck John? what are some ways that you can like what was what would you suggest if somebody was trying to do something positive <laughs> instead of expressing their emotions like that at work uh i would say there's two things number one i would definitely suggest therapy mm-hmm. um and probably find a like an emotional therapist like a therapist who is who deals with emotions who deals with relationships gotcha. stuff like that um, the second thing I would do is a positive channel for that would be like, oh man, the student affairs is coming out of me. Like I'm thinking of like a type of programming that is a team building, like mm-hmm. get other people involved in what could be y'all so that you're not alone anymore. So like, instead of you only have this one friend, find some team get building activities team that get you uh, all you. involved so that when you're coming into work, you're getting a smile at the group and not just one person. Gotcha. That'll, like that'll that. lighten your emotional load. No, that's good. And help. Because if that's the other thing too, that the reason why that's a good point, I'll give you some more tips, is because if that relationship, if this is the only relationship you have that's like this, when if and when that relationship sours, you won't want to be at that place yep. no more. You're gonna quit. No, that's, that's, the job that's a whole nother impact. Yeah, yeah, that's not even something we unpacked a little bit. But mm-hmm. another tip I would say is, bro. I mean, right? This is crazy. Be creative with the things when you're getting out your feelings. So. If it means journaling, journaling sounds so corny. Nah, bro. But Get I'm trying out. to tell you, when you do it, is it not cathartic? Mm-hmm. The best. Because what you what your mind sees and what your mind is, is knowing is that you're actually getting rid of the, the thoughts and the patterns that you have. Mm-hmm. You're letting them actually out. So you don't have to necessarily say them. You can write them down. The, the point is that you're spending your time expressing how you really feel and you're not just holding it in. So if... Write the story you want and put it in a book. That's Guess right. what? Reading right now, I'm. This is no cap, bro. This is. You want to hit the the ladies? Write a book, bro. Boy, mm-hmm. and let, not only that, write write a book. You gonna be in them book clubs going crazy. Look, not only that, reading's coming back. Re- that's what I'm Thank saying. God, by the way, we all need it. But the other part I was gonna say is as like, a hobby, like oh yeah. It, be, what do you like to do? I just like to read. What if you told this story in a book? 
That's what I'm saying. Write the book. And, Write the and story. go as crazy as you want, by the way, and just call it fiction. That's it. <laughs> and then check it out. The thing is, everybody's been in your situation. Come on. So they're yeah. going to relate. So it's a relatable book 100%. already. 100%. It's a relatable book and already. If you don't believe that the writing down is going to be cathartic, don't you have social media? Don't you go into comments for that same reason? Don't you hit like for same that same stuff. reason? It's the same emotion. So do something healthy to get it out other than to expose that. Now, should she come to you later on down the line and say, oh, some adjustments have been made in my life, and now I can finally tell you about how I feel, and you've had those feelings? Whole nother ball game. But it's so much sweeter. Go stupid. Go crazy. Oh, yeah, it's so much crazy. sweeter to wait for it. I mean, because we don't want you to end up on the wheel. Hey, hey. just stick it on the glass. <laughs> Somebody asked what Stuck and Stupid is? What is Stuck and Stupid? Well, I don't know. Who's doing it this time? I'm is doing it. it. Stuck uh, and Stupid is a segment, or really it's a, is it a noun? Well, we'll call it a segment for today. Anyway, it's a segment where a person plays a thing. Finds themselves in a Stuck and Stupid situation. And when and they are... What we do put we them do? on the wheel. We put them on the wheel. We put them on the wheel. And stuck in is like, you know, you can re- replace the word stuck with another word that sounds a lot like it. Starts with a... Luck? Starts with an F. Buck? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, we always ask. We spin the wheel and we ask, is it stuck and stupid? We say stuck, yeah. Stuck, no. And then they added stuck in, which I don't necessarily like because riding the fence is an uncomfortable place to be. As long as we explain ourselves, though. But Corey, yeah, because context. Spin that hold, on, hold on, don't let me. Oh, I gotta make oh, sure. I'm oh, a, look, you oh. see, you ahead of time, bro. You ahead of time, bro. Be wood, bro. I'm trying to get you I'm on time, bro. I can't channel the be wood. It's the seat. It's something about this couch. <laughs> it's something. It's got to be the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sauce, boss. <laughs> the grill. The grill. We gotta stop the grill. Does be wood say time to put him in the grind? Yeah, put him in the grind. Okay, give him my cue. Hey, Corey, spin that wheel. And the sound been messing up. It's still messing up right now. You ain't hear nothing, did you? Nope. That's what I'm I hear saying. Matt. It's been messing up. I do it every week just in case it messes up. Oh, I'm going to read it out my bad. I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, I see, I so here's the, here's the question. Is it stuck and stupid to be in a relationship, let's say past 35 years old, and going out with friends slash partying slash drinking until late 2 a.m.? I got my answer. Is it stuck and stupid? Stuck yeah, stuck no, or stuck in? Stuck no. Stuck yeah. <sighs> I say stuck. Stuck in? Yeah. <laughs> you were just about to say you don't like being with <laughs> Okay, but Mr. Stuck, no. Um, Start it off. I don't think it's stuck and stupid because your your adventure, um, y'all's adventure mm-hmm. is y'all's adventure. If this is what you like, as long as you're not causing harm or anything like that to some like to other people, then this is your adventure. This is do you. Do what you love. Go out. Hang out. Party, drink, you know. No one's saying getting trashed, but you hear that? That's why I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's an echo. Hold no, on, there's hold something. On, hold on. Is it the no, computer? No, it's an echo. No, hold on, no. hold on. That's crazy. I was looking at. Hold on. We had a. Uh, I think I'm gonna figure it out. Hold on. Maybe is the echo gone? I think so. Yeah, I don't hear it no more. Echo, echo. Hey, you know what? It's been a long time since we had a technical difficulties cut. Yeah, bro, it's just crazy. <laughs> no, nah, give us a tech. Give, when you edit this, make sure you put I that cut you. in. I got you. I like that. Yeah. But <sighs> so I say stuck no because adventure is adventure. Sometimes people just want to be on the couch watching TV together and be in someone's space. But at the same time, <laughs> to what? Oh, I heard something that time. Um, <laughs> oh, I heard something that time. Yeah, at the, the same, same time, time you know, ahead, it's bro. just one of those things where adventure comes in so many shapes and forms that 
you know, you just got to be, you know, comfortable in expressing yourself. And what does that look like? I definitely, if you're, especially if you're dating and going out on dates, like mm-hmm. don't try to be something in someone you're not. If you're a person who likes to go out and party. So you're saying adventure in a relationship after 35 should include partying, drinking, and hanging out to 2 a.m.? No. Okay. I'm not saying it should include. I'm oh, saying okay. if it includes it, it's not stuck and stupid. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. I just disagree. <laughs> Come on. If you disagree, then tell us why. Yeah, I mean, I, for a lot of personal reasons, but mainly, like, what can you be doing at them? Okay, let's talk about what those environments are. Let's let's air it out. Let's Let's be honest. First of all, and I'm talking about being in my 30s, being in my 20s, my teens, I've been in clubs in each situation. So let me make sure I make sure, again, that I'm being very front about my involvement in these scenarios. I can't probably do with two hands how many couples I saw over the age of 35 that stayed out to 2 a.m. drunk at these places and having a good time. And, I, and I'm talking about in each area of my life, I've never seen this scenario and by and by never i just mean if i had to couple the amount of times i did it in my life versus the amount of times where i saw it meaning i never saw i just never i don't remember seeing those 35 pluses out till 2 a.m getting drunk that were together now did i see those 30 somethings that were drunk that were single that were looking to get something from this environment which is not really a healthy environment for relationship building unless you're just trying to find something to attach to in the moment this is why I don't think it's something that we should be doing at 35 or older. Now, I'm assuming a couple things. I think about children. Mm. If you got kids at that age, too, forget about it. But maybe if you don't have children, I can see how this can turn into a stuck in. Eh. But I just personally think I don't think nothing good can come from that. That What can I do with my wife at 35 plus out at the club drinking till 2 a.m.? That I can't do at the crib. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say, I'm about to think about some things. Yeah, but I, I mean, okay, I want, again, we can go out from time to time to one of these places to hit on, on, a, on a night on the town. You feel me? But from where it's reading, it feels like it's something that you're consistently doing. I'm squash me. Now, that's where I'm like, eh, right? Yeah. I feel both of you. Uh, horse. Oh, yeah. But. Jeez. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel both of you, but here's how I feel in general. There's a couple of things that's giving me that's giving me pause, which is one of them is it seems like this could be a regular thing. This is a question. Mm-hmm. This is going on regularly. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, it's a no. Yeah, it's just a it's negative, a no bro. for me. Yeah, I admittedly, I don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Haven't drank in probably. Over 10 years. I don't use drugs anymore. I mean, like, recreational drugs. I use, I take Tylenol and stuff like that. But yeah. I haven't done that for probably over 10 years. I have never been somewhere where I could not have fun. And I needed to indulge, without indulging in the things. And that's not me saying, and be a whole now saying, you should not do all this other stuff. But if there's one drug that I cannot stand, it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish... We really, I wish there was another prohibition. I really do. One, you're, it's, literal, it's literal poison. And I don't understand the nature of doing something to get drunk. Like, I don't understand that culture. I don't understand the nature of, like, we're going to go out and we're going to get drunk. Yeah. At your age, 
One, your your body ain't recovering the same. I'm telling you that right now. At 35, 35 plus, wow. you're not recovering the same. You ain't got to go to work tomorrow? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's and all you're doing on? is creating liver disease. Come on, man. Two, it's a safety thing for me, if we're being mm. really honest. Okay, that's deep. Especially if it's like, if we're talking women or vulnerable people, you are outside of your, you're, you're uninhibited. You're drunk. Anything can happen. And then nine times out of ten, People still get behind the wheels of the car at that Man, time of night. That's the other part, yeah. It's dark outside. You're drunk and you're trying to drive. What are we doing? I always try to ask myself the question, why are we even here? What Hold was on, the so purpose of can, us going Can we listen to loud music at the crib? <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> I feel you. But I understand being in an environment with people and being around people. So I I need, sometimes over? you need, but sometimes you want to do that in a different space. Because okay. I am a, a huge believer that space harbors energy. So sometimes you got to get out of the space you're in to go to a different whatever. That's real. So I'm not against that. That's not what I'm saying. But I also think that, like, there's a time limit on certain stuff. Mm -hmm. I could do something for three hours and we done. So if I get out at 8 by 11, I'm good. Mm -hmm. We've done. We have maximized. It's kind of like the uh, point of no return. Mm -hmm. We've hit the top already. Mm -hmm. Anything from here is just downhill. Might as well just go home. Nothing about the night is going to get greater. The more you drink, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get more drunk. That's going down. We've already listened to music. The music's not going to get better. The only thing that's really going to get better as the time goes on, maybe, is that like we see uh, uh, some sort of altercation. But then again, that's a safety issue Mm because somebody gets popping. I was out at 2 a.m. and I got shot. For what? Mm -hmm. So for me, as I got older, and I'm thankful that I did my party when I was young Mm -hmm. because this used to be me. We go out every night, especially summertime in Charleston when nothing. Yeah, if the if we the age said, if the age said, the age said right, I'll feel a little bit different. That's right. But we we pushing thirty five plus. No, man. bro, go home. <laughs> yeah, stop. Because <laughs> what are we out for? Because to me, the people and this is a hot take. Most of the people who are going out all the time, they're dealing with some sort of insecurity and they want to be seen. My my my. Now we're talking to the black and white. At thirty five, if you're still dealing with that. You don't need to be in the club. You need to be in the therapy. That's right. Sitting on somebody's couch. You need couch. to be in therapy till 2 a.m. <laughs> you need to be sitting nah, on somebody's that, couch. healthy. If you're doing it all the time. That's crazy. Because also, again, what is <laughs> the environment's going to drive the energy? Yes, but let's just talk about the basics. Okay, I'm 35. Um, and it says couples. But I'm 35 and then I got my girlfriend or her wife or husband or whatever I got with me. Um. So I'm big. I'm big on temptation. I'm big on. I'm big on environment too. But in a space where it's like I don't want to put myself into something that I may have to, that I may cause myself to slip. You talk about safety. I talk about it from sometimes a spiritual or more maybe an emotional standpoint, where it's like it's scary hours. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm drunk, I might talk a certain way. No, you ain't gonna might. Yeah, you will. I'm. I'm, I'm a talk but that's a why way. you there. Well. If, why if, you think I, if I'm drunk, if I'm drunk, I, I, my inhibitions are gone, right? So what am I doing if I'm talking a certain way, thinking a certain way, and I'm around, I'm surrounded by these twenty somethings wearing wearing a thong, bro? But with my, my wife, right, that's what I'm saying. It's no bueno. That's what I'm getting at. My point is that let's if we keeping it a buck, bro. Yeah. That's what you were went out for. That's what it was. That's what it was, and that's why I'm so strong because I remember them. Them. Thank you. I know where that's I was. That's what it was. To be. I'm just being honest by myself. That's right. You can and be my different. friends and people who I've talked to. When I was going out, that's what I was trying to do. Come on. I bro. wanted people to see me. I wanted them to be enamored with me. I was hopefully going to be able to take somebody home. Hold on. Look to prove our point. Right. What was the thing that? Okay, I'm speaking for all men right now. By the way, I don't. We're not going to speak for women on this pod, right? We're going to speak for men. I'm going to speak for men right now. 
what is the thing that you said to your homeboy on the way out the door when you was getting that pre pre gaming in and you heading to whatever club you was going to? We talking about uh, who we gonna get? That's who we right. Get? No, <laughs> what, we used to talk noise. We like, man, you ain't bringing nothing. You home ain't tonight. bring exactly. You ain't bringing nothing home tonight. <laughs> hey, this look, is man, a game. I, I get I get five before you get ten. Come on, all of that. I, I, matter of fact, when, let's say we can go deeper. Let's say the women. Let's say you were boyfriend girlfriend and you went out without your girl and you came back. What's the first thing she said? How many numbers you get? It's a, it's an environment. It's a just that's what it is. It, here's why I'll be knowing it. Be like we not doing nothing. I remember one time we went out in Austin. We was at we was you know hopping down bar hopping or something. I don't necessarily understand either. But pre pre Katie. No, this is with Katie. Oh, well. I wasn't with her. Oh, at the time. Oh, so this she is a healthy combo. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, no, but this is when I started really having the like the thought process of this. Mm-hmm. It was cool to be out with my dudes and a couple, I think some of their ladies came uh, and actually saw uh, Katie's friend, coincidentally named Katie. She was down there too at the same time, so I mm-hmm. ran into her. But we were outside at this venue in Austin and everybody was in line to get a drink. So you know that line's about 30 minutes long. Golly. Right, and then we were just sitting on the deck Someone's playing music. You got a couple people dancing, but then, like, what are you supposed to do? Oh, well, I'm, I can't dance with nobody. You know no. what I'm saying? So, like, we're just chilling. And there was a moment where we're sitting in a circle. Doing nothing. Just looking at each just other. Just looking at each other, bro. Uh, man, like, what are I we doing, this dog? On the couch. What are we Come doing, on, fam? We've hit the point of no return. Yeah, why right. are we out here? That's like, right. why? Are we, what are we doing? I'm okay. wasting my... Can we go eat? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm keeping it being to say stuff like, I just night, came uh, here to see people dance. I just Say that then. But I'm not did, here for that. But did you? <laughs> no, I know what it is. I'm just saying, no one's gonna come out of their mouth and be like, "We we wanted to come here and sit here and watch." Other now, people dance. when I go out with Katie, mm-hmm. that we have a fantastic time. Yeah, like I love going out with her. We stay out. We go with our friends. We'll go dancing for real, yeah. and we'll play pool and we'll whatever. Cool. Now, again, these are all my own thoughts, and I'm putting it on everybody. You may feel differently, so I never want to cog her down so when whenever she wants to go on her little girls trips cool she going one next weekend go ahead there are some times where i'm like eh, what you doing okay i want you to go that's not for me yeah not my speed and i don't want to seem like i'm a lame but at the same time if we take the conversation that we have in here that we would have had here i, I would have much rather do something on the grill come on with the lights on the tv on. on the background and just chilling like that come on then to go to a place where the music's so loud we can't hear each other, we paying for overpriced drinks, we got to wait in line, and the girl's going to pee four times. Come on, bro. You don't want to do the double yell. <laughs> Nobody likes a double yell. So, hey, what are, you, what are you trying to do? Or, what are you trying to drink? Or were you in a situation where, like, now I got to do something because somebody's being mad disrespectful? Oh, that, well, see, that's another thing I have, and this is, again, thank God for therapy. Dr. Harris, you the truth, by the way. If y'all, y'all need to get unstuck, hit up Dr. Harris. But for somebody like myself, I'm in protector mode. And as when a I'm man, out, that's me. Yeah, as a man, that's something that women will never understand. And again, we, to be honest, we appreciate the fact that they feel comfortable to never understand it. But the, the truth is, you never understand it. I'm in constant protector mode. Then we get out there and I put the liquor in me. If somebody touch on you or bump into you and uh, we got to handle that. I, or sometimes it'd be your fault. <laughs> it, it might even be. And I have to defend. But my, I still got to stand on I business. Still, I can't move off this line. <laughs> I got it on this line. I got to stand on. So, no, nah, it's just no point. We can do all of this from the crib and be safe. Any other points? Nothing. I mean, <laughs> I, I said, look, I said what I said. He said, just, listen, 
I hear y'all talking, but, but still stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it, it ain't gonna change that it's stuck. Hey, stuck. Huh? Because hey, stuck. you're saying those all, all of those things were caveats. They're not saying that you're you're physically doing that every single time. Yeah, this is, and we also don't know if this is an everyday thing. If this is the one, I'm gonna assume based off the tone of it. Right. I'm gonna assume like based like, off the tone. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Spin the wheel. Yeah, crazy, but I don't know what happened. Gotta get a new wheel. Uh, whoa, out. what? My bad, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because we had a technical difficulty last time. So oh, that's, right. that's right. You know what I'm saying? Spin that thing. Hold on. Okay, it's just stuck and stupid to give kids an iPad to keep them oh, quiet. Easy for me. <laughs> stuck, no, it ain't stupid. <laughs> now, I know, look, I know, I know, as I'm saying this, there's some very, there's some people close to us that would hear me say that and be like, oh, come on, man. You know that. I don't. Listen, stuck, no, it ain't stupid. What about you? I, I'll give you caveats in a minute. Stuck now as well. I gotta say stuck. Yeah, I'm a little bit on the stuck here side, yeah, but you, I'm not. You, a, you only there now because you ain't got them yet. Wait till, <laughs> wait till you get them things. You are gonna be like, okay. No, I might still feel like it's stupid. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it. Right. That's the thing. I'm you not saying. I, like, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's stupid, but I might still be like, I, also think, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a good mix of there is a level of like discipline and training that's involved with. Um, keeping kids quiet, but at the same time, if we know that in 2024, technology is on on the run and a kid is running around mm-hmm. doing the most, but the moment they get the opportunity to do this and their voice disappears, mm-hmm. here's iPad. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a very valid point, so I might actually be a little bit more stuck, no, because I think this is the thought I just had when you were saying that. So thank you for enlightening me. I was like, how did I get kids to, they probably had other tools that they used to get kids quiet when they needed to be quiet, right? So all we're really doing is fixating on the iPad. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Rosie. She's going to say gentle parenting. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, she, gonna, she, she has Give them options way, and choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's just patience, by the way. Yeah. What, what this shows us is how much patience you has in it. I can tell you right now. I do. I do not have that. I have a lot of patience, but there is a point in where I, I now certain situations may cause for like I need you to on an airplane. Not only that, we some. I mean, I'm I'm man. I'm I'm not no crunchy. Any I'm not a crunchy dad. I'm gonna say in the restaurants, bro. I don't play, man. So let me tell you why well, I think this public is public settings. A, like that's what it's yeah. saying. Yeah. Let me tell you why I think this is a stuck no, because we have technology that can help curb that. As long as okay, that's what see, I'm saying. See me, yeah, yeah. I. I, I I'm st- I'm stiff on my on my boundaries now. I used to not be before I had kids. If I'm honest, like you could get over on me in a lot of different ways. I was kind of a yes man. I was people pleaser. <clears throat> I had boundaries, but I never I never stood on them. So let people realize, like, nah, that's a boundary for me, right? Yeah. Something about these kids it just 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 does the reverse. So luckily, we have technology that I don't even have to think about that mainly because I can just put on screen time. Put on a healthy amount of screen time. As soon as it gets to clicking and, oh, I'm not like that parent that whenever the kid starts complaining, daddy, the screen time, ah. yeah. And you just want to get him out of your face. You're here, here. No. If it's screen time, we cut it off. With that being said, there are times, though, as an adult, uh, and we have responsibilities where I'll put the kid in front of the TV and he'll sit there and watch a movie or so, maybe two movies, so I can get something done. <laughs> I mean, Cruz literally I'm watched say, yeah. the whole Super Bowl. He watched Ninja Turtles. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, 
is that listen, we were gonna watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> is that stupid? Right. Because no, gonna, no, no, it's no, not. No. So it's like, no, I don't think it's stupid to put the iPad in front of them. Abuse it though, where they they get to the point where they can't see themselves entertained without something like that. That's right. where it gets a little bit right. But that's any tool. That's right. So yeah, y'all might have moved me over. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, there's just so many, and again, we're not living in the world that we grew up in. Right. Where if you had an iPad or some technology like a computer back in our day, you were... Rich, famous. Yeah, way above the line. Mm -hmm. Everything is on a screen today. Everything. So to take away the screen is like, well... You're just putting them back in a... You're, you're, you're really placing them at a disadvantage. That's exactly right. And then <coughs> they'll have to deal with that later on. And again, not no judgment to parents doing whatever they're doing. I don't care if your kids don't... If they just read books under candlelight, for all they know, there's not even an outside. You go for it. That's your job. That's your kid. You do what you want to do. I'm just telling you, come to me and mine. Stuck. No, it ain't stupid. I feel you. I feel. Spinning the wheel again. Let's go, man. Throw it up there. I don't know why I was looking at my leg. Like <laughs> <that. laughs> Were you spraying the wheel? Make sure you hit them legs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so this this says, is it stuck and stupid for schools to consider? Intentional harm and possible death as not bullying. I don't understand uh, this. Hi, Fred. I'm gonna need you to give me more context because I, I feel like you put this one on here. Yeah. So um, for those of y'all who don't know, there was a school in Austin, Texas. Um, long story short, this kid was bullied by his teammates. Um, they recently learned that he had a peanut, a severe peanut allergy, and he told them like, "Hey, I can't even be like around peanuts." Peanuts can't like the the smell of peanuts in the air could set it off the whole nine right. That's tough. The the students the bullies were asking questions like so what would set off an allergic reaction like trying to gather information. It gets a recon. Right, but he was just like, oh okay, they just want to learn. So sure, like if I touch a peanut, if you had peanuts and then you touched me, like he was giving all of that information. The very next day, they had a football game, and they threw peanuts all over his uniform, all over his pads, all over his locker, everything. And so when he opened the locker, everything hit him, okay? He ended up having to get rushed to the hospital. Of course. He did survive, but that's a hospital bill. Mm -hmm. He was he missed a week and a half of school. Mm -hmm. um, and the culprits, so there were two of them, the culprits were just suspended for two games. That was it. They were allowed to get right back on the field. They were allowed to continue to attend school. They just couldn't play football just for two games. So long story short, the mom took this case to the school board. And the school board was like, hey, this is bullying literally 101. Right? 100%. And more importantly, they knew of the harm that could be caused if this occurred. And they still did it anyway. And the school board stuck with the discipline that the school gave which was the just two missing two football games. And the mom mm -hmm. was like, that's not enough. So the question is, is it stuck and stupid for, for schools to consider someone causing intentional harm to another person or, <coughs> and possible death to not be bullying? Yeah, I think it is stuck and stupid. I mean, it, again, everything's case for case, but if we're just talking about that specific case, I would. It's hard pressed for them to be able to educate me on an actual definition of why that's not bullying. That's my thought too, because yeah, I, like in the court of law, in the court of law, this is the difference between negligent unaliving and inward unaliving. What's it? Whoa. Malignant. 
Oh, M. No, M word. I said malignant. That's an no, M word. M U. M U. Uh, Mercer University. You said red rum. Oh, so intentional. Yeah. So we're talking. Uh, 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 I'm not gonna use the word, but red. Rum. I'm not gonna use the <laughs> word. I'm just saying. Yeah. You said neg- negligent. I was thinking. Uh, well, because man. yeah, well, because they don't say <laughs> intentional. Versus- they don't say intentional. Unalive, and they say M word. Man, but, yes. slaughter the cow. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, ah, I like that. One. Right. Uh, any murders in this house? <laughs> yeah. So, like, but that is that's it, it. Literally, in the court of law, that's the difference between three to fifteen years or twenty-five to life. No, I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you, and because this is crazy, I think we all agree. I'm tired of these kids. These kids can be tried as adults, bro. I'm tired of it, bro. Especially with I'm this intent. Oh, buddy, who was just at the school? Uh, uh, where was it at? Where he brought the, the gun to school in Mesquite? Mm-hmm. First off, the officer shot nineteen shots, only hit him once. They need to go down right over here on Pioneer Park. I don't want to be this way, but they shot at him nineteen times and they hit him once. They hit him once. What? Okay, hold on. Before I, <laughs> they right. need to go. Oh, listen, wait, wait. Is this this us? Was it us that did it? No, no. I've, I already knew. I Either ask. way, yeah, because it was Nin- us. It would have been 19 in 19 <laughs> shots. Listen, 19 shots is somehow 20. Accurate. Somehow, somebody hey, got... <laughs> and, and the 20 was the one Somebody, yeah. Somebody... <laughs> wait, is it only 19 bullets? What a 20 one? It's yeah. a magic bullet. No, listen. A police officers. No, 19 would have been from one person. <laughs> right. Yeah, them police officers need to go down on Potter Parkway to the training facility. Come on, let me do it. Uh, let me show you. However, I think they're... There, uh, he has some felony charges or whatever, and I think Katie was like, "Oh, that's a little harsh." I said, "No, in today's day and age, you need to be. It's over, bro. There mm-hmm. is no more uh, boys will be boys. There is no more oh girls will be girls. Girls will be girls. There's Too no, there's no more. Now. Oh, they're just young and 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 dumb. No, they're not. We were young and dumb when we had no access to resources. Right now we do. I have access to every resource in the world. Mm-hmm. The reason why we even have more school shootings is why." Access? It's because access to, we see more school shootings because we have access to guns That's right. and because we have access to the cameras and phones and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's why there's more school shootings that we have. This was not a thing growing up, bro. We did not have school shootings like this. Right. So even here, two games, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You intentionally, you knew I had a peanut allergy and it's different if you, let's say. Let's say you didn't know, but I wouldn't go that high. Let's just say this happened. Let's say, um, you know, like before the games, I remember when I was in high school, before the games, the moms and stuff, you know, they bake cookies and stuff and put oh, it in your yeah, locker. Yeah. Let's just say his mom was the leader of the PTA or the team, whatever. She made a, a peanut brownie or something like that. He knew that you had a peanut brownie, but, you know, you I mean, a peanut allergy, but you tell me, you might say something, you forget that, like, oh, man, I forgot this has peanut butter in it. Why? Because I don't, I'm not your caretaker, so I'm not and always right. checking for used it. used to thinking about peanuts Right. Stuff, yeah. Sometimes this, that's a true accident. Yes. That's right. You went in there and intentionally put peanuts on all of my stuff? Yeah, that's uh, that's intentional. Be- you try to kill me. Yes, yeah, that's bro, intentional. Them kids need to be in somebody's jumpsuit. Yeah, because watch this. What if the what if he would have got to his locker before everybody got there or what And if, nobody could have helped him. That's right. He would have been dead on that floor. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to be in somebody's jumpsuit. That uh they did have to use an EpiPen on them. Of you course see? they did. Which is seven hundred dollars, right? And then the hospital bill, the ambulance ride. Ambulance ride, hospital who, who bill. Who paid for that? Because that number one, in my opinion. It's one or two things. I'm suing their family 
to the ground. Yes, I'm suing them individually. I'm suing them as a family, and I'm suing the school, and I'm suing the district. I'm going for the school first. Yeah, school, school first. Not, no, school I'm not going for I'm the doing, family. Yeah, yeah. Once but I put that money on the school head, they go, oh no, 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 no. Put I still <laughs> believe, bro. Them kids need to be in a jumpsuit. I yeah. no, I don't disagree with that. Sorry. Like this, yeah. this is tough. And uh, and keep in mind, they're like 16, 17. I never thought they're I would be like. Juniors. I never thought I would be the. You know, like tough on crime type dude. Yeah. Bro, but I think we're at a part in our society where not even from a police standpoint, bro, people need to be checked, bro. No, life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said you saw how uh Killer Mike was shout out Killer Mike, three Grammys. <laughs> um, you saw how he explained how to uh to get rid of um child support. Yeah. Is this it's the same type of level of accountability. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. It's, it's like it's a high level of accountability. That's so, what we need. We have to have it, bro. You know, we got we. It's unfortunately because we have so much access. Heavy is the crown. Yeah, and heavy I'll uh, and I'll even add, like there there was so minimal of the yeah. punishment that went with this. The article that I read, um, which happened. Obviously, I was looking for an update. Haven't found it yet. Yeah, they just got the two games. They didn't even get detention. They didn't get on-campus suspension. No, they they didn't get like off-campus suspension. Issue. Yes, they treated it like it was a football issue, and they thought that because coach handled it, the coach, not the principal, not the assistant principal, the coach said, you know what, you can't play for two games. You can practice. That's crazy because if I was the coach, bro, I'm telling you right now, and I've been in situations where a coach didn't kick people off the team for a lesser. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, say, I didn't got, I didn't got absolutely. for a lesser, bro. Missing a practice. Were, 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 were the two dudes stars of the team? No. Oh, yeah. They Even go. so, bro, I'm telling you. No, I'm not saying as, 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 I mean, no, no, no. like, that's a harder yeah, decision. Yeah, it's a harder people, You think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you know. You get for a half, <laughs> you know a point for a half right? second, you might go, okay. Hey, but it is Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody go ask. But even for me, I'm like, bro, we had a point in my life. If I'm the coach, hey, what coach? I'm sorry. Great. You can be That's sorry for over there. Listen. Yeah. What they say? I'd rather lose the right way. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. We ain't, going, we ain't having that. And no, it's not even a discussion. Yes. And my thing is it's like, they come to pack come your bag, sir. Day. No, no, no. I'm not doing, we're not doing none of that. No access. We're packing your everything. <laughs> you ain't coming back over here. We don't want nothing to do with the you. The Jabal Adams kit. All of that. Whoa. Look, oh, I'll let you. I'll let I think you they come back. Did they cut me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of that. I'll let you even come. Uh, I'll let you even like take the jersey home. I don't want. I don't want none of that. Yeah, Just get out, bro. Right now. You can't. You ain't got um, no Because now, because I also got to protect my team. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna do that to him, what you gonna do to the next dude? Yep. Yeah. And then what you gonna do to another team? If you learn, learn about them, about like rivalries and stuff Yo, like that, because rivalries how get, you get two games. Two games, bro. Yeah, like, we got to bring them to the stands. Coach got to get sued too. Sorry. Facts, bro. <laughs> hey, put coach on the wheel. Yep. Yeah. And then <laughs> is the coach uh, stuck and stupid? <laughs> and then college. Like, like you wanted to go play in college. Like, if any school recruits these two kids, you see, get like I I see again, maybe maybe I want people to change. That's not yeah. oh, absolutely. So if they get an opportunity later on down the road, cool, but they gotta do something now. Yeah, yeah. a lot of but they, they gotta be held accountable now. Work. They got a lot of work. It's gotta be and if they the get out of that, too. let's say they had to do a jail time and they get out and they're 22 and they got their whatever degree so they can go pursue college mm-hmm. and maybe they can walk on, they've changed. That's cool. different, yeah. But That means you paid your price. You paid your price. And I'm always about if you paid your price, you, you deserve a chance. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's some people who feel differently about that because some people pay their price, they get out, and they still do the same stuff. I understand how recidivism works. However, if we decided this was the price... The deal's a deal, man. The deal's a deal. But for now, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be swift judgment, bro. 
I kind of want to be like Judge Dredd or something. Or you should have been expelled that day. Let's not even forget the fact that they did that or whatever. They made the news. It's mm-hmm. all, you know, it's it's too much, bro. You got to listen. I love you. You got to go. And I, I got demoted for That's I crazy. got demoted for a family vacation. Don't forget, Except, bro. I went on a family vacation, came back, lost my spot on the team. And it was a vacation my coach knew about. Rest in peace, Coach Green. But he was like, yeah, bro. Um, So how was uh Puerto Vallarta or wherever we went? I was like, great. I, I didn't realize he was trolling me. Yeah, giving him good. all the stuff. Oh, it was great. I'm telling him the whole thing. He's like, yeah. So, yeah, we, you know, this was an open week for us for for training. And I just, yeah, I couldn't have you miss that week and, and still give you a spot on the team. So, yeah. So that's And the thing is, part of that is that's Coach Green sticking to his rules. Yeah, sure. I got rules for this team. And yeah, you had a family vacation. Okay, how big you think you are? Yeah, you, yeah, you got to even the, the family vacation was too too small. For so you. as a kid, I'm I'm like I can't believe we did this. As I get older, I'm like I know why. That's just the rules, right? Same goes with this, bro. That's Absolutely. Exactly right. Or what? or that's why I if you I didn't have this, if you didn't even think to have this as a rule, which this should be an unspoken one, but even still, like. There's got to be a rule of like some kind of conduct. No, there is. If you harm anybody, period, it should be this. It, I mean, and they yeah. don't have that. That what kind of program are they really? But every program has at least a baseline. If you touch or harm <laughs> one of us, you got to go. Bro, and if not, this is a weird program. When I was playing college football, <laughs> this is wild. When you think about it, bro, we used to in practice. If two people were fighting, mm-hmm. first off, if the team was fighting, the expectation was that like you were fighting. That's right. Matter of fact, somebody saw you on the sideline and you weren't fighting. Oh, it's a problem. You're you know not going to be on the team. I'll bet because of what you're about to explain, which is the rule. Basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all in. Mm-hmm. So, but this is the craziest thing, bro. If, let's say one offensive player, one defensive player, they kind of jaw back and forth. Coach would stop practice. He'd say, hey, everybody circle up. Oh, yeah. Sure. Bro, now we'd now be like, baby. hey, we lit. You want to know why? You had to take that helmet off. Take the shoulder pads off and get active. Y'all too? Y'all got something to beef about? Get active. And then we will fight in practice and then put the shoulder pads back on, put the helmet back on and get back out. Like it was like dead to beef now because we a team and we a family. We know we're going to fight inside. But you're not going to do it in the locker room. You're not going to do it. We right here. Okay, this you got a grievance? Work, it out, at. work yeah. it out right here. Put the shoulder pad back on. We back to football. Mm-hmm. But now I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. We used yeah. to square hey, those are, So <laughs> what we're explaining practice. is when we grew up and how things were when we grew up, that is Tom's something is that's different not going to happen it nowadays. Would never happen We have nowadays. all kind of stuff like that, man. That's how you get a program shut down. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's the first bro. way you get a shut down. No, nah, look, yeah. the coach is going to write a statement on IG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm resigning. Thank you for right. my time here. Uh, I want to thank everybody at uh, Grambling State who... That's before he get back to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that's already up. Someone had posted for him. That statement coming through. Back in the day, we had no concussion protocol. No, nope. wasn't no transfer portal. What was that? We was squabbling, bro. Squabbling. Yeah, I remember my homeboy got a concussion in practice. My coach said, "I mean, his eyes going two different ways. Pupils this big." Coach said, "Can you say go Tigers?" <laughs> he said, "Go Tigers and get back in there." I was like, "T, get out, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, you your eyes going different ways. You got the little the little bunnies and stars above your head. <laughs> Come on, son." That's it's crazy times, man. You gotta wrap us up, bro. Yeah, yeah, get us unstuck, bro. <sighs> Let me tell y'all how I get y'all stuff. I saw a quote uh, earlier. I feel like it really resonated with me, and I hope that it resonates with y'all, man. <laughs> oh man, I can't breathe. I'm sorry, bro. I can't breathe through my. So nose. and it's really kind of toss for old buddy at uh. 
you know, it's a little work situation, but it didn't go for y'all too. Listen, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Mm. My boy. You know, you don't, you can't really get with the girl right now. But you can create a book. You can create how it is in your mind. You know what I'm saying? You can set the situation up in another world, <laughs> in, a, in a fantasy world. You can do that. But in really any situation, whether it comes like, <clears throat> or whether whether it's the football situation, really with the peanuts, but or any situation, you don't know what your future is going to bring unless you really start to create it. You set a plan for it. You know what your end goal is. You know what you want to do. Other than that, you're just waiting for something to pop up and hope that I, hoping that it's good. What does Brian always say? Something about preparation leads to failure. Proper preparation and planning leads to, leads to uh, progression. Something like Come that. Come on, it's hey. a fire bar. It's a fire bar. Stuck Shout day. out to B. Will Cooks, but this is a, a, along the what same the line, man? bro. Create your future, and you'll know exactly what it is. Drink your tea. Get unsick. Be well. Go to sleep. If it's up. And it's done. It is. It's the day. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so not the sorry, it's because I said the motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm finna call for this whole gig. <laughs> <laughs>